Have you ever looked around your kitchen, your cupboard, your garage, or your attic and just wondered, how did I accumulate all this stuff? About a year ago, I reached that point with my NFTs. And by no means do I have the budget to be considered a whale. But I found myself in a lot of communities and discords, and I could just not handle it. I couldn't keep up the pace. So for the sake of my own sanity, I decided to downsize. I started to exit a bunch of discords, and I sold some NFTs where it made sense. Draft Tower is a creator-centric community that I believed in from the very first time I heard about it. I got into the community about 18 months ago, but when I started to downsize last year, I was just looking around and I realized I was not leveraging any of the utility that came with. And also, I was out of liquidity. I had tied up all my ETH into different projects. On an earlier episode, I explained why I ended up selling some NFTs that I believed in, and this was one of them. But today, I'm going to share why I'm once again a giraffe. So as a podcaster, you might be thinking a creator community is the very last community that I should exit. And if you're thinking that, well, you're absolutely right. That makes 100% sense. But as I said, I wasn't even an active member of the community. I was just lurking in the Discord every now and then, overwhelmed by all the different servers I was in, never a big fan of Discord. So even when it came to this one, when I knew there was a lot going on and there was a lot of value within the server, I just wasn't there. Not to mention having all my ETH tied up and I needed the liquidity, Unlike the rest of my bag, which was falling in value, giraffes were up big. In fact, it was six times higher than the price that I originally paid for them. So if you follow the podcast, you know that I'm not a degen. I'm not just flipping in and out of projects. I buy into things that I either really like or truly believe in. So this was a pretty rare flip for me. But 11 months later, I am back. So you might be wondering why. Well, first of all, I never left the Discord. I continued being a lurker, popping in every now and then, seeing what was going on, because even when I was downsizing and leaving all those discords that brought no value to me or that I just didn't really see where it was going, I always knew in the back of my head that I believed in the vision, what the Draft Tower was stood for, what they were building, the founder, Gary, all the things that he was doing, the way the community supported him and what have you. I just knew that I would be back in this discord. I didn't see this as a toxic place. There was a lot of value in there. There were good conversations to be had and everything. So although I wasn't the most active, I wasn't the most talkative person in the discord, excluding maybe the 90s babe discord where I was spending a lot of time, there was really no discord that I was very active in because I just did not enjoy discord. Now, that has nothing to do with draft tower or anything that they were cultivating or trying to do because as I said, it was a positive environment. I enjoyed the conversations that were happening in there. It's just that I was not a fan of discord, but I stayed in that discord anyways because I knew that it was a valuable one to be in. And the second reason, which I just touched on also, is I was a big fan of Gary. Now, this is not someone who I talk to on a regular basis or anything. We've crossed paths here and there in a couple Twitter spaces. I've been in Clubhouse rooms with him. And in fact, that is how I became familiar with Gary. I always saw him in Clubhouse. And if you're not familiar, Clubhouse was the original social audio app. That is where Twitter spaces got their idea from and all these other uh, social audio apps that came after it. It came from Clubhouse. And during the pandemic, that was the reason why I got my very first iPhone all always hated the iPhones, didn't want anything to do with it. However, Clubhouse was iOS only. So I went out and got myself an iPhone SE and I hopped onto them and I always saw Gary. I mean, this guy was showing up 24 sevens, built one of the biggest clubs, one of the biggest presences on Clubhouse and basically became a rock star speaking on the microphone. And the one thing that I noticed that he was always very informative, very welcoming, and he had good conversations because a lot of the times when you have these people with these big followings and what have you, they tend to be like uh, these unreal gurus. 
Cruz, right? They're putting up this facade of what they want it to be, such as, well, I'm not going to even call any names, but we all know those types of people that are selling books, flying around in jets, holding big conferences and what have you. They have their big offices and it seems like everything's about the Rolls Rex, the, Ro- <laughs> the Rolls, the Rolls Royce, the Rolex. And whatever R you can think of that's going to make you flex on social media. And the thing I really appreciated about him is he seemed like a genuinely curious person for what was happening in social media, in tech, in marketing. And he was also interested in people, just connecting everything. So that was something that I always found very interesting. And that was way before I even stumbled into this whole NFT space and what have you. Funny story, if you've been following the show, that you know that I used to avoid all those NFT rooms on Clubhouse because I thought it was something related to not safe for work. That's what I thought the acronym was wasn't until hearing on a podcast what an nft actually was then i rushed back to clubhouse and started hopping into those nft rooms so everything kind of comes full circle once the whole nft thing exploded and what have you i realized that gary was on there he was doing his giraffe tower building up this thing this first time i heard about it i believe if i'm not mistaken was somehow connected to fanzo nft 365 and the mint 365 project if i'm not mistaken it's kind of hard everything's blurred at this point and so many great people overlapping but once i found out about what they were building with giraffe tower i said you know what this is something that i truly believe in i remember this guy from clubhouse always showing up always just giving value the people love him he was there day in day out and you know what let me see what's going on with this giraffe tower so that is how I ended up getting into it. They initially had this period where there were uh, there's various mint stages. I'm not even going into all the details of it. However, I missed the first initial ones and I found out about it right after they had a two-day window, I believe it was, to have a free claim or a free mint. And I missed that. However, I saw the value in it. So I ended up buying three off of the floor. I purchased them myself and I was like, okay, cool. I see what's going to go here and I can rock with these people. Now, As I said, everything coming full circle, nothing has changed with that. So all of that stays the same. But the third reason as to why I am coming back in and why I really re-sparked my interest of it, although, like I said, I never stopped believing in the project. However, I exited for the reasons that I mentioned previously. The third reason that really caught my attention with this and one of the initial reasons why I came into it to begin with was because the tech. I am a nerd. I mean, obviously, most of us that are in this space really like to explore the latest cutting things, whether it is tech online or AI, uh, NFTs, blockchain. Like there's a lot of exploring within this space. And usually we are the type of people that just like to explore things in general, because honestly, I can have just as much fun speaking about NFTs or the blockchain and the latest technology as I can speaking about something like astrophysics, right? I mean, just some crazy stuff. Anything that really makes my mind kind of expand, just exploring anything, if it's new to me and I find it very interesting, you're an informative person, I'll tune into you. So when Gary's speaking about tech and how he approaches this stuff, how he's building things for people and how it's all about community and interacting and such, I was like, you know what? This is really cool. And of course, the tech is also what caught my attention again. I was recently in a Twitter space with Gary and... Let me rephrase that. I was in the audience of a Twitter space with Gary. I don't want to make it sound like, hey, me and Gary just kicking it over in Twitter and whatever. Like we're best friends hanging out, having coffee and all that. (laughs) No, Um, I was in the audience again, like a lurker. Well, just checking out what's going on. I was like, hey, let me see what's up with Gary. You know, it's been a while since I tuned in. And I started to hear about all the cool things that they're doing over there. Of course, the social connector is your software is up and running. And he was speaking about how he was using that in the Twitter space as it is. 
Then he was speaking about how they're migrating over to Solana and all these different things. I was like, you know what? This is really catching my attention. This is really cool because a lot of people are coming off of Solana and coming to ETH. He's going from ETH and going to Solana. Now, one of the things that I always knew about Gary is he's he's great at, at testing new things and he's not afraid to go in and and bring his community for for the ride and whether it breaks or not he's going to show up and just deliver for them and th that's just how it is when you're in tech this you're testing out this stuff like that is something that we come accustomed to we know that we might spend our time in a clubhouse and then the whole platform goes belly up we know that we might build on a particular blockchain or use a particular ecosystem and it fails however as people that are exploring we are tech futurists if you will we are entrepreneurs like we're not afraid of things breaking. We're not afraid of failing. So that is one thing that I absolutely love about what Gary's doing because even the migration over to Solana as to, well, why are you going over to Solana? And if you listen to the podcast, you can hear all the time I say, I still believe in Solana despite all the crazy things that has gone on with FTX and all that. I think they're doing some cool things over there. And I think this purge that happened with the money flooding out and all the VCs running and all that is actually going to be good for the community, the builders over there. And the community is very strong. Like if you go into a Solana space, I mean, they are gung ho. They're talking about all sorts of amazing stuff. They also have like these hackathons, like these houses that they'll go to for a weekend and just build things out and just do some really cool stuff. The Solana phone. I mean, I speak about this stuff pretty regularly on the show. I drop it here and there. I'm not a maxi for any blockchain. I'm not a maxi for anything, really. I just gravitate to wherever value could be built for people. Because at the end of the day, if you're in business, if you're looking at different things, it's really not like you're married to one specific solution. At the end of the day, whatever you can do to better serve your customers, better serve your community, whatever it is that you're trying to build, well, then you're going to do that. You know, it would be like, say, a movie theater. And for whatever reason, someone is just a diehard Coke person. Let's say I am from Atlanta and I am a diehard Coca-Cola person. Of course, that is the hub, the birthplace of uh, Coca-Cola and what have you. So just imagine being there and then moving to Jamaica and saying, you know what? When I start a movie theater, I'm only going to serve Coke products because I am diehard for Coke. Like that is what I do. We don't do Pepsi. But here's the thing. Jamaica is the opposite. Jamaica is Pepsi country. So you come here and you try to sell Coke, you're going to be in trouble. So the whole thing of trying to serve your customers, serve your community, whatever, I mean, that's basically my whole standpoint with these blockchains and what have you. Just go where it makes sense, build there. And assuming that there's going to be enough infrastructure for that thing to last, well, cool. But worst case scenario, it's not like you're stuck there forever. You can always migrate. And that is exactly what happened with this. They're moving from ETH, going over to Solana. And I think it makes sense. What we're seeing with these outrageous gas prices is is, you know, just it is what it is. When DeFi kicks up or the next NFT summer kicks up, ETH is just not really feasible for a lot of transactions. And the cool things that they're doing with these social tokens and the social connector and everything, it just makes more sense on Solana because you could do a lot of transactions very fast, very cheap. And the other alternative would be to go to a layer two, such as a Polygon or Optimism or Arbitrum or uh, another uh, solution that has speed and low transactions. But Solana is a good alternative, is a good option, and the community there is very supportive, helping people to build things. So I think that's just very cool that it went from ETH and over to Solana when the D-Gods and other projects are making the migration going the other way. That brings me to the whole thing about the social tokens. The Gary coin, which was on Rally, which is something that I was exploring before I even tried to get a Rally token and it didn't go through. They said I 
you know, didn't have enough big following or whatever it was. And I was like, well, the people that you're onboarding onto this thing are people that don't even know how to really value a social token. They don't know anything about NFTs or anything of that nature. So I think they did it wrong by onboarding all these people with hundreds of thousands of followers, but they don't know how to use the technology itself. But that is another topic in itself. Needless to say, Rally failed. That is where the Gary token originally was. But guess what Gary did? He migrated it off, went on to Solana and did his old thing. He built that ecosystem up over there. So it's not like all those people that were supporting him with his Gary token, it all went to lust. Well, Gary token is now running on Solana and its own little thing. And it's very cool. And I'm just going to leave it right there. I mean, you can explore that in yourself. It's just really cool what they're building over there with Social Connector. And I thought that was just really cool because the community is there. The interest is there. The utility is there. And you're building all this cool stuff and social connector the way he was explaining it and speaking about how he was actually looking at his audience rewarding them for showing up for twitter spaces and just doing some amazing things in there i was like yeah this guy really gets it right so i know this is not all about the guy the guy the guy this is not like the cult of gary um although it's called the gary token and it is club gary and all that stuff but what i mean is it is just cool that the community is there they are like-minded they understand what's going on and they buy into it because as a creator you just know you can see the vision and you can see what problems and things that we have how we can better interact with our audience so a creator-centric community the goal the tech everything is built around that and really it shows up you can see it so that brings me to the next thing of it being a creator community, having that accountability. There's some cool things that are built in and it's kind of overlaps with the tech, but there's this thing called a proof of work where you're working on your podcast, you're building your audience, you're monetizing and all these different things. And you can actually fill out a form basically every single day and say, this is what I worked on and this is what's going on. And you can share that with the rest of the community. So there's like that group accountability and what have you. You can go into the discord and you can look at different things. They're speaking about all sorts of creator struggles and what have you. So it's just a great resource, great place to be and that accountability. And, you know, it's lonely in this space because, you know, anyone that I speak to here in Jamaica to say, yes, I left my family business to go off and be a creator and explore Web3, they'll think I'm an absolute madman. Actually, my father's running around telling people that his son is eccentric. You would think that I'm like uh, Nikola Tesla or something, right? Because <laughs> rather than pursuing the stable, boring grocery industry, doing things that he's done for the last, I don't know, uh, 30 years and made a very good living, put us to school and all that, I decided to just go off the beaten path, just risk it all empty handed and go chasing after tech and building cool things, right? So being in a community like this, I think is very valuable and just being around people like this because a year ago, I wasn't necessarily in that space. I was still working with the company. I mean, I was still pulling my 60 some odd hours a week, what have you, and I was doing all of that and I was still putting out the podcast and doing things, but I wasn't really... Uh, able to connect and leverage what it was to be in a creator community. So this time around, all those things that I just listed, I think it'd be very cool to actually see what goes on there, test out the tech, be with people that I can have a conversation with that actually know what I'm going through, what I'm building, what I'm, the struggles, right? The struggle is real as a creator. And it might sound like it's all fun and games here on the microphone as I'm speaking about the stuff that I'm passionate about, that I love speaking about. But it's really hard. It really is. Especially when you look at the bigger picture and you say, all right, a year from now, like, how am I supposed to continue this to have a living? Because I'll be 100% honest with you. Like, my savings that I, I, I left with, which was like minimal, it's like depleted, right? So at this point right now, it's like, okay, well, 
how exactly am I going to go day to day? It's like kill what you eat. Like basically that's the mode I'm in right now. And <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I'm doing like side gigs and picking up different things and what have you. But again, being in a community of creators and exploring this stuff. And you know, a lot of us are trying to build out something, whether it be a product that uses blockchain technology or an NFT community or whatever it might be. We're trying to build something out within this space. And I think this is just a really cool community to be a part of. And you know what? I'm not telling you to go buy a giraffe. I'm not telling you to go buy anything. But what I am going to say is if you find a community or something that really speaks to you and you can be able to uh, connect with those people, you find value in it, regardless of where the floor price is, like honestly, like some of the coolest things I own in my bag right now, which are not for sale, and I absolutely love those communities, like their floor prices are so far into the ground, like it's ridiculous. So I think it's just a good thing that we're moving away from this whole look at the price and trying to flip thing and whatever. And I think it's just really cool that there's still people in the space that are building amazing things and we can connect with them and be a part of it. But I would love to hear what your thoughts are on this all the cool tech that's over at Giraffe Tower, the community, what's being built there. Please feel free to reach out to me. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, my contact information is in the show notes, or you can find me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later.